Hello and welcome to Win Over Depression. I am your host, Tamara Trotter. This podcast is dedicated to all of those who suffer with a mental illness, but work every single day to feel better and to thrive anyway. Today, we'll be talking about five ways to conduct a mental health assessment of your loved ones. Stay tuned for another episode of Win Over Depression. I am just filled with so much sadness when I hear about someone committing suicide. Recently, I read about another young man, 11 years old, who committed suicide because his classmates were bullying him about his sexual preference. And they actually told him that he should commit suicide. And I'm thinking, who does that? What type of individual would encourage someone to take their own life? And I was just filled with so much sadness when I read about how his parents found him and the condition that he was in. And so I know that on many of my episodes, I talk about conducting a mental health assessment of your loved ones. So I want to talk about why we should conduct a mental health assessment, what does that entail, and how often should we do it? And so let's talk first about how often we should conduct a mental health assessment. I believe that a mental health assessment should be conducted at least every single week. And because kids are in school, I would recommend on Wednesday, and we can call it Wellness Wednesday. You can conduct this mental health assessment at the dinner table. It should take about 20 minutes or you can do it after dinner or before dinner, whichever your preference is. And I would just let everyone know that the purpose is to check in on the mental health of the family. And the perfect day is Wednesday because if you have children, they have already gone to school for two days during that week, and they'll be able to let you know how those two days went. And then Wednesday is also the middle of the week. And if you are checking in on an adult, they have interacted with others for at least two days, whether they're working or whatever they might be doing. So the first thing you want to do is let your loved ones know that the purpose is just like we have a physical checkup every year, a mental health checkup is just as important. So the first thing that you can do is ask those individuals how their day is going. The last two days that they were in school or the last two days on their job. You want to make sure that you are paying attention to their body language and also to their eyes. Oftentimes when people don't want to talk about something, they do not make eye-to-eye contact, and you can tell that they have thoughts that perhaps they don't want to share. So once you do that, you want to just ask them about what they are doing or what assignments they might have over the next couple of days, Ask them what their plans are for the weekend. Oftentimes, those who are dealing with some mental health issues, they often do not have a plan for the weekend. 
because if they are suicidal, they don't necessarily want to talk about their future because maybe they don't see that that's important because they don't plan on being here. The next step is to have a candid and direct conversation about whether that individual has ever thought about committing suicide. We have to be that specific so that we can see their response. Once you've asked that, then you want to find out whether they have ever thought about it, if they have come up with a plan of how they will do it, and the reason that they want to commit suicide. We have to be brave enough to be courageous in saying the word suicide. We must also evaluate their relationships. When we have younger kids or even middle school kids, even high school kids that have relationships with other kids on campus, we need to know the structure of that relationship, especially if the child that is in your home has a relationship, meaning a boyfriend or a girlfriend, because at this age, it's really important that they feel accepted. And if they are feeling rejected by either a classmate who they like, or they're being rejected because they aren't popular or they're being laughed at, that's when we need to know what is happening and we need to take action. And I'll be honest, I am very surprised when I hear a parent say that my child was bullied for years and it ended up in a suicide And they talk about how the school didn't do anything. My personal take on that is I would have taken my child out of the school and homeschooled them. We have to be responsible as parents, as caregivers for the mental health status of our kids. We have to take the time to talk to them every single day about how they're doing because their world is different than ours. Absolutely. But it is the most important world to them. So we have to carve out some time to have these difficult conversations because a mental health assessment could very well save the life of your child. The next step in evaluating the mental health status of our loved ones is to find out where their self-esteem lies. Because oftentimes, when we don't feel good about ourselves, when we don't think we're good enough, when we compare ourselves to other people, then we start to feel bad, feel depressed, and then our thoughts go down a dark road. We have to make sure that our kids have a healthy sense of who they are and what the important aspect of their life is, and that is living. 
that has to be key. Kids don't understand necessarily about how time will pass and they will grow and there will be more girlfriends or boyfriends that they can have. They don't necessarily have a grasp of that. But if they feel like they're going every day to a place where they are miserable, like I said, they're in their own world. So to them, their world, meaning at school, is a miserable place. So their mind travels to, I cannot take this any longer. And maybe they haven't even confided in you that they are being bullied or how they feel, but you have to figure out why are they not sharing how they are feeling with you? Are you giving them the opportunity to share? They may not come to you directly, but we have to go to them and ask the question, how are you feeling? Who are your friends? Do you know who your kids best friends are, who they hang out with? Do you know their parents? Do you know what type of person their friends are? And once we can do that, we can get a better hold on how they're doing mentally and be able to help them through these difficult times. So you're going to have to conduct a self-evaluation about your interaction with your child and what you may need to do to improve in that area. And we all know that we are so busy working, providing for our families, doing things that we feel we need to do. But if we don't take time to conduct a mental health assessment of our loved ones, we may end up in a situation where someone we love has committed suicide and not only did we not know that they were even depressed, we had no idea that they had contemplated suicide. And another hard fact is you need to find out whether they have ever attempted because Did that go unnoticed to you? And if it did, why? What is going on? So when you conduct a mental health assessment, and I will recap and explain the five steps that you need to take, and I'll be right back. As we began to be purposeful in conducting a mental health assessment of our loved ones, we want to think about it being a 20-minute conversation that can take place midweek, and you can call it Wellness Wednesday. It can be after dinner, before dinner, whatever your preference is. You want to make sure that they are making eye contact and just make note of it if you're noticing that they are kind of nervous and they their body language is off, be aware of that. You should know whether or not your child has a healthy self-esteem because that's important because they need to know that their life is worth living. 
that they have something special that no one else has. And they have to believe that no matter what is being said about them at school, that there are people who love them and support them. And that is more important. And that is why they should let someone know if they are contemplating harming themselves. Know who their friends are. Know what they are doing. Whether these friends are a good influence on your child. Find out what their plans for the future are. And if they are ambivalent and don't really want to talk about it, that could be a sign. Also, make sure that you ask them if they have ever thought about hurting themselves, how they would do it, and if they have a plan. And once you find out that they may have thought about it, then you need to keep them in your sight. And then figure out how you are going to involve a professional, a therapist, someone for them to talk to, but make sure that you keep them in your sight, whether that means that all of you sleep in the living room on the couch or whatever you have to do to make sure that you have your eyes on your child. Hey, quick question for you. Are you someone who wants to be fit, healthy, and happy? And what if I told you you could get your dream body by simply just listening to a podcast? I'm Josh. And I'm KG, and we're the hosts of the Fit, Healthy, and Happy podcast. Listen, we get it. Fitness isn't easy. Carbs, no carbs. Just stop, okay? It doesn't have to be that complicated. And that's why we made this podcast. We get straight to the facts so you can become your best you. So the way to check us out is click the link in the show notes or search Fit, Healthy, and Happy podcast on any of the major podcast platforms. We'll see you soon. Your child will begin to look forward to Mental Health Wednesday because they know that they will have the opportunity to talk to you about what's going on with them. It will help them to open up and begin to build that trust because kids oftentimes don't want to bother their parents with certain things that are going on because they know they're busy. But you have to let your child know that you are never too busy to check in with them and find out how they are doing. You have to possibly make a dynamic shift in the way that you parent your child. And that means that if you haven't been really doing these things that we've mentioned, it isn't too late for you to incorporate it into your everyday plan, but you have to take the time to do it because the suicide rate among children under the age of 14 is very high and we have to be proactive in dealing with the mental illness of our loved ones. There is so much going on in the world and it is causing young adults and younger kids 
to be depressed for the first time in their lives. And so they may not even understand it. And that's why I just cannot stress it enough that we need to increase our conversation with our loved ones. We need to find out what is going on with them. And another part of this is how are you feeling mentally and emotionally? And maybe this is the reason why you're not able to conduct a mental health assessment of your loved one because you're not feeling well. So this means that the entire family may need to seek professional help and confide in a therapist because if you're not feeling well, then you may not be able to protect your children in situations and circumstances that they find themselves in. So this is also a self-evaluation opportunity for you because what is maybe holding you back from broaching the subject and having that crucial conversation. So before I conclude this episode, I wanted to take the opportunity to find out whether or not you conduct a mental health assessment on yourself. And it would be the same process where you would just think about your situation, your circumstances, how you're feeling, who might be causing you to feel miserable or to feel like the world is just crumbling around you. It gives you the opportunity to reflect on your own mental health because I want for all of us that are listening to this podcast and anyone who is suffering from a mental illness to feel as though they have more tools in their toolbox in order to keep their depression at bay. So I want you to do the same thing. Where is your self-esteem? How are you feeling about life and about your surroundings? Are you feeling down? Is there someone in your life who is bringing you down and causing you to doubt the importance of you being here? We've talked about purging those relationships that are not healthy. Do you have someone that you have a codependent relationship with? Because if you do, that can definitely affect your mental health. So what is it that you are willing to do in order to feel better? I'd like for you to take an assessment of the people in your life who are in your circle of influence. Would you say that every single person is a cheerleader in your life? Is every single person someone who will be there for you when you need them? Because we all need someone to listen to us to understand how we're feeling and what we're going through and to pour into that person's life something that will keep them going. We have talked about hope and how important hope is. And we always talk about how we need to have an accountability partner, someone that we can go to, to share our innermost thoughts, secrets, fears, and anything else that is going on with us. Do you have that person in your life or do you have someone who 
just takes and takes from you and never gives. And if that is true, then again, you have to decide for how long you are going to allow that person to keep you from being the best version of yourself that you can possibly be. When we are fighting to overcome our mental illness, one of the things that we have to do is take a long look in the mirror and really assess what we may need to change. In another episode, I talked about an activity called Stop, Start, and Continue. So what do you want to stop doing? What do you want to start doing? And what will you continue doing? So I want you to think about that as you figure out the next steps that you need to take in alleviating and decreasing your symptoms of depression. What is it that you want to start, stop, or continue? The other thing is for your homework, I want you to conduct a mental health assessment on yourself and decide what action steps you need to take once you figure out where you are mentally and emotionally. What will you do in the next 14 days to deal with that specific area? What does it look like? Will you speak up for yourself? Will you stop interacting as much with the person that is truly not in your corner because it's just someone that you tolerate? What are you going to do? So you have a lot of homework to do. I encourage you to go back, listen to this episode again, and take notes. This is our 67th episode. We have an array of other topics. So if you are new to this podcast, welcome. I hope that you will consider subscribing. I would like for you to go back, read the titles, and listen to some of the other episodes that can help you get your mental health back on track. I care about you. I want to see you healthy. I want you to conduct a mental health assessment every Wednesday. So let's be happy about implementing Wellness Wednesday. Thank you so much for listening. I never want to end my podcast without thanking you so very much. Will you please share this episode with a friend, especially someone who may have kids that has no idea of how important it is to conduct a mental health episode with their children every single week. You can help someone possibly save their child from committing suicide. It is really a matter of that person believing that their life is worth living and that they too are important. You can find me on TT Mental Health Expert on Pinterest. You can also go to my YouTube channel, also called Win Over Depression, and I would love for you to subscribe. You can also find me on Twitter and LinkedIn at Tamara Trotter. That's T-A-M-E-R-A. Last name is T-R-O-T-T-E-R. You can also go to my website, Win Over Depression. Dot org, and there is a lot of good information about overcoming mental illness. Thank you so very much for listening, and I will see you next Friday 
on win over depression. You must stay in the game of life because life is worth living and your life is important to me. Take care, my friends, and I'll see you next time.